0: Hey fingernail peddlers, sometimes when you're doing a Harry Potter deep dive, you come across a problem. Certain details don't make sense, there are more questions than answers, and some things are left mysteriously vague. This can be a big problem, and the more you look at it, the bigger the problem becomes. Sometimes the only way to make sense of it all is to talk it out with your best friend and record it. We're Angie and Angelina, welcome to We Have a Problem. So I was watching someone play um, the Chamber of Secrets on PS1. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And they brought, like, part of that game was the bit in the book that I forgot about, which was the fact that Gildor Lockhart, in the middle of the Chamber of Secrets thing, was like, I'm going to boost morale um, for Valentine's Day and bring in a bunch of dwarves dressed like Uh, cupids. Yes. 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 Um, and let them do some singing valentines. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my problems is this: is that nobody seemed to know this was happening until they walked into the Great Hall and it was covered in pink stuff, including confetti on Harry's bacon. I think is that of was it. your problem. That was one part of it, because um, Harry gets a, a valentine later. So at some point, Ginny found these dwarves. <laughs> Was like, can you... I've really quickly written this song, can you sing it to him? Um, and then my other problem... Wait, I just want to address that problem first. Yeah. What's the problem? Well, just like the timeline of it. Like, I feel like this would... Like, when we did, like, Candygrams and stuff at school... We are yeah. talking about a 12-year-old boy... Yes, I'm saying when we did Candygrams at school, we had, like, the whole week to, like, write it so that it could be organized mm-hmm. and then sent out. And we're talking about a 12-year-old boy. I know, but there are more than the 12-year-old boy. Like, there may be some 17-year-olds who are like, yeah, I'll do this Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we're talking about a 12-year-old. Of oh, course, so he, he doesn't he know. know about He's it. not paying attention. There may have been, like, a bulletin on the board to write. There absolutely was a bulletin. Wait. It's not in the book. No, no, no. I'm not looking for it in the book. I'm looking for what... Lockhart says Happy Valentine's Day and may I thank the 46 people who have so far sent me cards. Yes, I have taken the liberty of arranging this little surprise for you all and it doesn't end here. Lockhart clapped his hands and through the doors to the entrance hall marched a dozen surly looking dwarves. Not just any dwarves, however. Lockhart had them all wearing golden wings and carrying harps. My friendly card-carrying cupids beamed Lockhart. Wait, hold on. Just stop. Stop. <laughs> What? Because I have a problem right there. Because it doesn't. They're wearing gold gold wings and carrying harps. I assume that they are wearing more than just that. They aren't nude. I was assuming they were like traditional Cupid diaper. You know, in my mind, I was picturing like dirty lumberjack outfits. <laughs> They're just like dressed <laughs> nope. in whatever nasty clothes that they arrived in. But Lockhart's like put these wings on so that you may carry <laughs> Valentine's two small children. Like, not a toga, but a toga. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to see if there's a a later description of the dwarf to see if they're... Say, like, his toga flipped up or something. (laughs) But I don't think it does. Okay, so either they're wearing a full Cupid outfit or lumberjack outfit with wings and a harp. They will be roving around the school today delivering your valentine. So maybe, like, people had already written valentines. And they didn't know it would be delivered by a dwarf. <laughs> that's the surprise. That's the, yeah, that's a surprise. <laughs> that is a big surprise. But that's like a minor problem. It's a concern for me that they don't appear anywhere else in the in any other yeah. book. Harry immediately knows they're a dwarf. Does he think that they're just like short? They're short just people. small people, like little people. Yeah, so like a there's twelve. He got the surliest looking little people. To run around. That's not the correct term for it. What is it? They prefer to be referred to as dwarfs, little people, people of short stature, or having dwarfism, dwarfism, or simply and most preferably by their given name. Well, none of them have <laughs> names. Don't be rude. I'm not being rude. <laughs> Call them by their given name. <laughs> Lockhart's little people. Okay, so I was okay. Yeah. Because we wrote. Um, small plug to something that doesn't exist anymore, but we wrote a play. <laughs> we did. Called Snow White and the Seven Little People. Uh, no, Blood, Blood Red, Red and, and the, the, Seven the Seven Little, Little People. People. A politically correct pantomime. Yes. Because we also addition. um, we also talked about animal abuse. We had an animal cruelty officer. Yeah. <laughs> that pantomime was before its time. It was. We should re-release it maybe small edits. Yeah, I've but <laughs> one character in particular I feel yeah. like needs to go. Justin <laughs> Oliver on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the main problem here is the fact that dwarves don't exist outside of this one bit where Lockhart has hired them to dress up as cupids and deliver valentines. Well, you think that they they do exist. Yeah, they must, but Harry never ever sees them again. And the fact that they, like, we never see them doing, like, we have house elves after this. They're doing all the chores. Not saying that little people should be doing chores, but they seem to be able to be hired to do things. Yes. And it feels like... (laughs) They're hires for services. Yeah. And it feels like if 12 surly men agreed to dress up like cupids and run around to school delivering valentines, that they will just do anything for a buck. Dwarves, they do anything for a buck. <laughs> and I don't know where they live, and I feel like Lockhart just somehow found them on his time no. off. See, for the listener, we have discussed we- this before, <laughs> and we're both of the firm belief <laughs> that dwarves peddle their services in nocturnality. Yeah. Because they come to a school looking surly, and in my head, they're not, they're unkempt. Yeah. Um... And they accost children, yeah. pin them down and kick their perform, shins, perform whatever <laughs> service or favor they've been paid to do and then leave. There's nothing flowery or kind no. or or anything that suggests that they enjoy, like that they are They don't have a passion in their yeah, work. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing the work for the money. Yeah. <laughs> That's purely it and it it's clear that they will do whatever work for mm-hmm. the money because if they all agreed to lock art if they agreed to put on golden wings and carry harps and sing mm-hmm. to children they'll do anything for a buck <laughs> there's nothing that they won't do it's it, like it doesn't make any that's the only way it makes sense for them to be like yeah we'll we'll leave wherever we live to come to this secret school and run around with snotty children all day singing grotesque valentines or reading... Like, they're just... Like, only Ginny has sent a singing one that we know. It just says that the dwarves kept barging into their classes. What else are the dwarves doing? Yeah, what are the 17-year-olds? Like, if I was a 17-year-old at Hogwarts and I could pay... Okay, this is going to sound real offensive now. But (laughs) if, if... Okay, if it was... If these... Beings were there, and their entire purpose was to do some fun Valentine's thing that I can just ask them to do, and they'll do it. I, okay, not me personally, but no. me, if, if the hypothetical seventeen-year-old boy, would likely be paying for some kind of lewd, weird lewd thing. Oh, specifically to McGonagall. Like a hundred percent, there was somebody sending like five weird, horny dwarves <laughs> to McGonagall. <laughs> like making bad cat jokes and you you know the double entendre that I can probably oh pussy? yeah you mean pussy? <laughs> yeah and there are like a bunch of that this happening. isn't a family podcast <laughs> you can say pussy I know but what? I, I couldn't come up with a joke I just knew the double entendre. like I don't think they're running into there you're like oh my god I go pussy <laughs> <Love>. nice pussy <laughs> love Fred Weasley yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Love a Weasley twin. Don't know which one. <laughs> oh, just. I mean, that's harassment. But no, if they're just going in and saying "pussy," <laughs> like going into the that's the fun part is going into the middle of the class. Like she's teaching a bunch of twelve-year-olds, and then this dwarf just runs in and yells, "Hey, McGonagall, pussy." Bows and leaves I guess plays I'm trying to think of heart. like what what the dwarf could say that would I said in class no that's like not just pussy but like you your pussy is lovely or I love seeing your pussy sunning <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> that <is so> unexpected. <laughs> Um, I love when you're on a pussy prowl, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, when she is a cat and yeah, out doing cat things, <laughs> it's hard to come up with on the spot. I know. I was trying to think of, um, like, like, oh, to it. Pussy? Yeah. Like, we, we pussy. I don't know why these dwarves are now Scottish, but. <laughs> Actually, I think they're wee pussy. Of, they might be cockney. I think they are. They're like, uh. Donna. It's Friday, isn't it? Or you, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got a musical message to deliver here, Oh, God. I oh, ah! <laughs> oh, got a musical message to deliver to Harry Potter in person. <laughs> Stay still. What's all oh, this commotion? Right. Right. Is <laughs> it singing Valentine? No. Oh, Valentine's uh, New York at the end there. Yeah. That's fine. It's eyes. Are as green as a fresh, peckled toad. <laughs> and air is as dark as a dark <laughs> bar. You sound like smashing. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm going for. Oh my god. <laughs> the hero who conquered the dark lord. <laughs> Shout out to smashing. No! <laughs> If nobody knows who smashing, is, know who smashing is, if you care to look up on YouTube, Mully, that's M U L R Y, or Josh Dub, you're revealing or a dark narrator, about us. <laughs> or Smashing, or a Juicy, or Eddie, mm-hmm. um, they're called the boys, and they will ruin your life. <laughs> we started watching them on YouTube because something popped up one day when we were on YouTube. Um, I think it was daycare is canceled. Yes, daycare is canceled. And then one of be- their most popular visit- yeah. or videos, I think. Um, and then it just became a tradition to watch it every time, every Friday night. Is <laughs> watch a watch an episode, watch it, watch a video, watch a Molly. <sighs> <laughs> Angie's filled with shame, but I don't know why. <laughs> just, just don't judge us on those videos. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in any of them, but don't judge us on the fact that we watch them. There's one in particular um Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay? Yeah, that one's a good one. If you watch the Gordon Ramsay one, that's the best one. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about here. No. Talking oh, it was because before. I sounded like smashing. Yeah, you basically. sounded like smashing. There's only like two pages of the dwarves. What is this? Well, because they're not that important. What? But we need to discuss what they are. <laughs> Cuz the description if you the wiki for them is very is very limited. There's nothing. Well, yeah, because we're going off of that two one, pages. two and a half pages, two pages of oh. dwarf in the second book, and yeah. that's it. There's nothing left. We know nothing about. We don't know what they do because the green gots, or I mean, the goblins seem to have like the goblins have green gods. Yeah, house elves have like they do the service providing. Yeah, well, they they do domestic. They do service. service. <laughs> If you want to get technical. <laughs> they do slavery, so they've got that covered. The goblins do like mining we and, slaves, and we've got the slaves we've got the Jews. <laughs> Thank you JK. <laughs> yeah, they do and so do that things- leaves that leaves the dwarves for prostitution. <laughs> well, the goblins do things that dwarves like Tolkien dwarves do. Like they're Tolkien is them- in J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes, yes. sorry. I should have clarified. I thought you. <laughs> well, it sounds like you said token dwarves. So like, you're, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. You're token dwarf. I see. Yeah. Yes. They're, so the goblins are doing like it's like goblin wrought silver is very important in the yeah, books. Hot commodity. Yeah, and which is normally like a dwarf thing is like in in the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and stuff. They're the ones who are crafting beautiful things. Aside from the elves. well, that's because in those books goblins are disgusting. Yeah, and those ones they just sing songs and fight. And live in a hole in the ground and eat people. (laughs) (laughs) So wholesome. (laughs) So, those goblins are... They're not the same. No. You you can mate with a goblin as well. Yeah. Goblin orcs? Yeah. In Moria. Oh. No, I was referring to Harry Potter, but yeah. Yeah. You can mate with a goblin? How do you think Flitwick got made? Is he half goblin? Yes. I thought he was half elf. Which is also not good. Yeah, Park Goblin. He was born somewhere in the British Isles into a wizarding family with the distant descent with the distant descent of a goblin. Uh, that's weird. Which accounted for his short stature. He was widely regarded and treated as a second class citizen by much of the wizarding community. Okay. So you can mate with a goblin, yes. Cool. You can also mate with a house elf. <laughs> That's all in Fantastic Beasts and therefore not canon. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't put past any pure blood wizard to fuck a house elf. Yeah, because they're slate. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there are bad people out there who are like, this person is supposed to do what I want them to do. Yeah, so suck my dick and get pregnant. My house elf. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, okay, I don't claim to know how the reproductive system no. of a house elf works. I assume it is. The traditional way. Though their bodies are very small. I I don't want to cut all of that out. Not staying. I don't want to talk about that. This isn't a family podcast. (laughs) But yeah, the dwarves are like a a full-on mystery. It seems to be, that's the only 12 we ever meet. (laughs) And I feel like, so when you read about the dwarves, they're like, in Germany and Scandinavia, dwarves are people who who live there. So it, it feels like, the dwarves came over when the Anglo Saxons and the Normans and, and the Vikings came over to England. Mm-hmm. And then they just got they oh, we thought they they were We we talked about them being shipped over mm-hmm. through slavery, but then house elves were found mm-hmm. and were found to be much more efficient because I suppose they have their own method of magic. Yeah. Versus I suppose maybe I don't, dwarves don't. I don't know, but we again we know nothing about the dwarves. Well, this is this is the new... Yeah, we're, we're making a canon. canon now. <laughs> this is how it is. So, every, everyone who brought a dwarf over from Scandinavia to England was like, oh, well, we don't need this. We can just get a house elf because we don't have to pay the house elf. Yeah. The house elf is loyal to our family through, you know, fucking magic and servitude and shit. So, let's fire the dwarf... Let it go out and it can figure and out it its own it's life own and we'll just have this house elf, which was great, I suppose, for the family who got the house elf, but not great for the dwarf, obviously. Yeah. So they had to find different ways to support themselves and banking and mining and jewels and silver... And gold yeah. and all that was already taken over by the goblins so the dwarves had to resort to selling their bodies <laughs> or or whatever services they could do it was it well i like this one back was, then yeah i mean nowadays there's a little well not that there's a lot of technology but i think there's there's more that dwarves can do but back in the day i think it might have just been selling their bodies they sold their bodies in the book I mean, yes, that's true. They did sell them to an they extent. They didn't sell it for for sexual favors, but they did sell their bodies for oh, novelty. Right. I was going to say, um, because we what we know of wizards and, and the purebloods especially, um, and how they treat other people, mm-hmm. <laughs> the dwarves were not treated as regular people. No, because no, like, yeah, they were not. Yeah, they weren't on an even playing field, so they were lower class, lower mm-hmm. status, so they would have been kicked into like whatever profession they didn't want, like shit hole digger or oh my god, <laughs> manure man, yeah, or just prostitute. like like general labor. Yeah, this one it says like in in Germany and Scandinavia, they're good with axes and usually use axes to guard magnificent treasures buried deep inside the earth. But I guess they all go to England and then there's like there's no need for that. Yeah, you've got trolls, you've got dragons, you've got. Goblin? I don't know. The goblins are figuring stuff they're out. They're putting curses on things. And yeah. then, like 2,000 years, they're like, oh, we need a curse breaker. Bill Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Bill Weasley. <laughs> we'll get into that on in another one. So they have to do like the menial labor anything it, for it's a dollar. Menial. Yeah, it's menial labor. Anything for a galleon, I guess. Anything for a nut. <laughs> Gross. I like anything for a nut. <laughs> Maybe it's just like also like the companion you bring as like a scapegoat, like when you're you're going hunting for a dragon heart string or whatever, you're like I'll bring this d- dwarf as not bait but bait, <laughs> <laughs> or like the dwarf will carry all my stuff. The dwarf is my samwise gamgee. The dwarf is my bitch. <laughs> yeah, you, hi- you well, pay. See, that's the thing. You're you're paying the dwarf. You're hiring the dwarf to be your bitch. To- yeah. To provide its body to you for a service. But, like, I feel like they're stocked, like, they can carry more. Yeah, sure. You, them can, you can load them up. Yeah. But they're still selling you their body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's fine. I'm just trying to give them jobs that aren't prostitution. Well, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it's prostitution. It's just, it's <laughs> prostitute. Well, yes, prostitution probably back in the day was a pretty big one. Because how else are they going to make money? Other than carrying stuff. Yeah. Not everybody needs something to be carried, especially if it's a magical person who can just wave their yeah. wand and, and something floats. floats. It, must, it, it must be like a, like a status symbol for have- you to have a dwarf. you're able to pay, able for, to pay for the dwarf to carry your shit around. You're able to pay and a galleon a day. <laughs> a nut. <laughs> a nut. Um, yeah, and maybe they do like minor security. Like I know they're security trolls. And we've decided they wear visi vests. That's mm-hmm. the only difference between like the troll and the philosopher's stone and like a security troll. Well, no, I feel like the stone, the the troll and the philosopher's stone wasn't trained. It wasn't brought. It wasn't up. a security troll. It wasn't. So it's not wearing a. It busy wasn't vest. born into a facility where they create security trolls. Yes, but the security it was wild. That's the difference. <laughs> that's how you tell them in the street. You're mm-hmm. like, that's a security troll because it's got a visi vest. Mm-hmm. That one is not because it's not wearing a business. Oh, we should probably we should avoid that one. <laughs> okay, we we shouldn't tell anyone. But that I feel it's like here. yeah, sometimes you have like events where you don't need a full security troll. Maybe you just need like a little bit of a body. Honestly, like literally, literally, yeah, A <laughs> little bit of a body. So you've got these stocky trolls who like are um, dwarves who like to run around and elbow people and kick them in the shins and hold them down because apparently they can just hold people down. <laughs> Well cuz they're they're large. Yeah, they're st- they're strong, wide. Yeah. They're stocky. The thick. Thick boys <laughs> and girls. As far as we know, there's the only boys. Yeah. We but we don't know. There have to be girls. I mean, for them to yes, in our headcanon when they come over with the Anglo-Saxons and the Normans and the Vikings, they have to be able to recreate re, re- appropriate re, re- what are, Re- what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say reproduce? No. Repopulate? No. I don't know where you're going. I don't know. Well, I just have babies. Reproduce? Yeah, but it wasn't reproduce, wasn't the word I was thinking of. That's fine. Whatever. I'll get over it. <laughs> so they come over and they're going to need to repopulate reproduce mm-hmm. whatever your word was mm-hmm. Co- uh, not copulate <laughs> shag no. whatever <laughs> that word isn't important <laughs> but they will need to do that so that obviously there must unless dwarves wait why do they need to do it though <laughs> <laughs> well to be able to <laughs> repopulate what like, are they repopulating? No, because like if they all die out then we don't have dwarves by the time Lockhart gets here. We need dwarves. No, I know. But why would they need to repopulate if the if the intention originally was to come over to England, These Scandinavians with their dwarves
1: and yeah, live? Are because, they because, intending
0: because, there to are they, they going to ship more over? Do they want do they have some like lady dwarves yeah, that's what for I'm them thinking to have sex they would with? they have had the lady dwarves with them? Unless dwarves don't reproduce that way. Like lay an egg. <laughs> they're like trees they're like asexual they're gonna repopulate themselves or they just like pull off a finger yeah. and then they grow a new door yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> I don't think they, they do it the normal way I think if anybody's gonna do that it's a house elf they're gonna lay an egg <laughs> like le- several eggs like, like, I was, like a salmon a, yeah I was gonna say are they like they have a litter like <laughs> 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 They have a litter? Yeah. (laughs) No, I, well, they don't have, I don't think they have a litter, because that implies that it's kind of like, they're mammals. (laughs) I like to think that they are, they're having an egg. (laughs) They're going to have multiple eggs. Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) And hatch them. Yeah, because I just. They have a flock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's stop talking about household reproduction. Reproduction. Huh, why can't I figure out the word? You're looking for the word reproduction right there, yeah. That one I was, but then I started thinking about appropriate, but that's not the word, it's not. I really don't like it. Um, well, a uh, long winded way of saying, yeah, they're probably lady dwarves too. Then, if that's oh no, we I, we I fully populate. believe that because I, I feel like. The Scandinavians that were coming over with the dwarves, like the the they ladies, probably had ladies' maids. Yeah, that were dwarves. So you have your lady dwarf dressing you. Mm-hmm. So, and like it's probably nice to have a lady dwarf do your cooking. Yeah. Um, it's just it's Downton Abbey in my head. Oh, you got your ladies' maids and you got your butlers and your footmen. Yeah, but they're not that high class. They're like no, they're swearing not. and and spinning. <laughs> 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 the men f- the male dwarves for sure the woman yes like <laughs> the woman dwarves yes but slightly less yeah that's how you tell the difference no they're not like token dwarves for- no <laughs> they're all bearded and yeah. gross these are just short women short stocky women yes but yeah I fully believe that that they that they came over yeah both genders all the genders hmm yeah. And then when they came over and then were subsequently abandoned because they discovered house elves, then they just like I think maybe I mean, if the if, if female dwarves were the ladies maids mm-hmm. for these people, I feel like maybe they might have been kept on a little longer than all of the others. Mm-hmm. Purely because house elves are much smaller and likely cannot dress you as as well.
1: But as yes, time progresses, they do have magic.
0: They do. I don't actually now, the dwarves wouldn't be cooking. <laughs> Not when they come over. No. It would be the house elves doing that. Yeah. Because they so then the do wizards the- quickly find out that house elves are superior. Yeah. Do dwarves do rudimentary magic, do we think? I don't think so. From what we've read. <laughs> I think they're just like supernaturally strong. Yeah. They're like a, being so small and weird. They're like a vampire. Where they don't I have don't magic. Think so. But they're they're like Emmett's they don't have a magic and they don't like they don't bite people and stuff but they have one superpower and they might bite people (laughs) (laughs) but not to like drink their (laughs) blood well i guess yeah if somebody paid them to bite them (laughs) they'd do it because anything for a buck exactly (laughs) (laughs) why not i mean if you're getting paid hell yeah bite someone anything for a nut but like if you're gonna pay me a galleon i will hell yeah bite someone and i feel like dwarf not me yeah the dwarves also don't have like a they don't have restrictions on what they will and won't do like i'm pretty sure some of them will murder if asked to it but like they can't magically murder so it's gonna be like a strangle or (laughs) it's gonna be a down and dirty intimate (laughs) murder (laughs) <laughs> until, until, I guess, dwarves have guns? <laughs> I hope they don't get guns. Why not? Well, that's just like adding a new element to Of course crime. they're going what, Whatever. <laughs> they can do it. I mean, guns aren't as instigate. Like, they would have to have a skill to use a gun. <laughs> like, there's and a I lot think, of shots. I think they might. And you know what? Dwarves exist both in the magical world and in the muggle world. So do I they? feel like they... Yes. Oh you're saying that these Dwarfism Are you saying that the dwarves Are the same I'm not saying that They're the same But okay. I'm saying they Could probably they be pretty pass. similar I think they can pass Okay So they can exist mm-hmm. And that There's just England London in particular Is rife with Dwarf right. hitmen <laughs> Like Yeah Why not It's like dwarf mafia That's true And they could probably Like they would get less Scrutiny As a Little person in a bar than they would as a dwarf in a magical bar. Yeah. So they're like okay with going to the muggle world because nobody's like and it's not like they have magic they yeah. can't like show it off to anybody. They're not going to break the statute of secrecy No. Because they don't have any magic to do that. And then it's great for wizards who want someone to be killed Yeah, they want to call a hit because they like do a muggle way. Yeah. And then the dwarf's like no problem <laughs> And he pulls out his, like, gun. Hello. No problem. <laughs> Governor. Oh, I'm so sorry to people in England. <laughs> I'm doing you a disservice. It's Friday, isn't it? It's Friday. That's the password. It's Tuesday, know it. It's Tuesday, What a bottle. What a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, so, since, anyway, yeah. They since can... they are a CD from the Underworld... And they, they're dwarf hitmen you can do, and also prostitution, and also cupids. Like, do you think they live in Nocturne Alley? Absolutely. They live in... That's that's their territory, yeah, actually. Nocturne. It's Nocturne it? I think it's underground in Nocturne. Yeah. Like, there's a they cat underground door. underground network. It's the mafia. <laughs> there's a doggy door on one of the other buildings. And they just go... Or a sewer. A doggy door? That's... That's offensive. <laughs> they can use a regular door. No, but it's a secret so that they can get in and nobody else can... Like, if they're running from a cop... Oh they my can God. just dive in. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and then and the cop is preoccupied for a moment, trying to figure out how to get into this building. It's like you know in the Sims where only toddlers can go <laughs> doggy door. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. <laughs> but it's like a big one in the Sims. Like it's not a regular. <laughs> like it's big enough for a person to <laughs> stoop under. <laughs> The child size door? <laughs> like at your old house. <laughs> what? There's the eye hole? Like, well, there's not a door. No, but at that level. The child size. I thought you were going to say like the child size door at the Granville Island Market. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking of, but for some reason I was like, You'll understand this people thing more <laughs> at the front door. There's, a, like, a peephole. For there. those wondering, yes, my, my front door at my old house at my childhood home had two peepholes. Okay, that sounds what bad. What are they called? Uh, lookie-outies. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It had two lookie-outies. One at a regular adult eye level and then one at a child eye level. It was very cute. I loved it. It's, like, one of my favorite parts in the house. <laughs> you love the door, but you hate the ghosts. I do. <laughs> Was that there when you guys moved in or did one of your parents decide? This is It's been there as long as I can remember. I would love the idea that one of your parents was like, my children want to look outside at the guests too and guess who they are by their knees. It sounds like something my dad would do. <laughs> so <love> maybe. <laughs> I have to ask him. <laughs> he may guess. <laughs> anyway, they do live, the dwarves live in Nocturne Alley, either under a sewer or at a child sized door. I feel like there's there's a network. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's there's several entrances. Yeah. All over. All that makes sense. Tons. And then they just go whoosh, and then underneath is this enormous network of dwarf, of dwarf tunnels. Yeah. They have like little underground homes in there as well. But not in like a like a hobbit hole kind of way. No. I see it as like a legit just the home, but it's just underground. Yeah. Not like and also not like what I pictured immediately, which I hated um in robin hood the dumb movie that we'll talk about at another point oh like robin hood 2019 taran edgerton Edgerton, jamie fox yeah that one ben mendelsohn yeah marion lives in like a weird you know the house that marion lives in which is like a hovel but it's like an apartment hovel it's very odd where it's it's like the wall there's a lot of sticks the sticks yeah there's sticks and then the walls are like blankets no, I don't they don't live in no, that No, they don't live in that. That's what I'm saying. No, they they make good money. I mean they make okay money. They make, money. <laughs> they make a gallon or not a day. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they make something. Depends on their what um, they do. And I think there's a dwarf mafia for sure. Yeah, obviously. And then Nocturn Alley maybe they run Nocturn Alley because they've um, been there since the beginning. Yeah. Yep. That's it.
1: And that's, that's why you can't take can't, down yeah, Nocturn Alley. Alley.
0: Because the Kingpin lives like Underground, hundreds of miles below the surface. The smartest dwarf, <laughs> he's deep down there. Um, yeah, so we also are of the mind that alley shouldn't exist and that auras are really pissed at alley <laughs> Yes, <laughs> thought I'd put that out there because, for, for some reason, it's despite just- the fact that necromancy is illegal, they have a necromancy store, yeah, so you can buy everything for your necromancy needs. And everyone that you meet in the books is like, don't go to Alley. It's very dodgy and only like the Malfoys go down there to do business. It has a you can walk right into it though. Yeah off you can, of Alley, right? <laughs> the very safe street. You can accidentally get there if you cough when you say diagonally and throw stuff in the fire. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, here I am. I'm and there. you end up in Borgen and somehow, which is a cursed object store. A store that exclusively sells dark magic, <laughs> cursed objects, evil things. Mm-hmm. That whole alley is bad news. Bad news bears. I was going to say bears and then stopped myself. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason it continues to exist on like the most popular street that you go to for your school supplies. Allegedly the yeah, most popular yeah. street. It's the one Portable. that Hagrid goes to and like, I guess it's a big hub because there's like four alleys off of Diagon Alley. There's like Horizont and Karket Market and not you call it, horizontal? yeah. horizontal? call it horizont, horizontally, yeah. Horizon. I call it horizon. Horizon. I mean, it makes sense to call it horizont because horizontally, yeah, diagonally. But I've also I've always called it horizon in my head. Horizon sounds nicer. And then, carpet market. Carpet market is my favorite one mm-hmm. to say. I do like that one. Carpet market. market. Nocturne Alley is a shopping area off Diagon Alley in London. It is filled with numerous shops devoted to the dark arts, illegal. Why, including Borgin and Burks, which specializes in objects that have curious and strong magical properties. Lies. There is a whole department devoted to taking that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there allowed to be a store operating close to the Ministry like that? Also, you can take the night bus there. Out in the open. Yeah, it's just like, there. It's not secret. No, it's everyone not like knows. You have to- Hit a special brick in order to get into the store. It's just there. You can walk down the street. You can flew into it. Fuck. (laughs) Unusual, sinister, and sometimes dangerous individuals walk around and shop in the area. Just We all know that casually. That's an area that exists. Uh, When Tom Riddle left Hogwarts, he worked at Borgenbergs. and Just around the corner from Diagon Alley lies a dark, twisting alley devoted to the dark arts. Nocturne Alley. It is a place that the Weasley children are not allowed in, and with good reason. Not only are the wares sold there somewhat dangerous, but the wizards and witches hanging out behave around, behave fairly suspiciously as well. From the shops and the street vendors, one can purchase, among other things, shrunken heads, poisonous candles, uh, human-looking fingernails, and flesh-eating slug repellent. Flesh-eating slug repellent, I feel like, should be available at other stores that are, like, that's a pest control. Yeah, I don't think it's illegal to have that, so I think they just kind of also sell that. Yeah. Because, so they're like, we sell, like, normal things, In too. case you want to keep your flesh-eating slugs that you have as a pet um, away from your carrots. Yeah, I feel like that one's more of a cover. But the other ones, in particular, the, the fingernails? hmm I have a problem with that. Are you selling a full fingernail? Like, like a like, like someone, if I were to take my fingernail off of my finger, like someone tortured you by pulling out your fingernails? Yeah. and then is it like, like that? I'm going to sell this. Do they like do a bamboo shoot thing <laughs> and then sell the fingernail? Yeah, it's a business. Or or do you just cut your fingernails and instead of throwing them in the garbage yeah. or whatever, you just you you, just sell, you sell give them. them to this guy and he sells them? Well, the fingernails because makes- then that makes me think that he might have there might be someone who has a bit of a mental problem that they're not taking care of. The fingernails. I feel like are being sold for black market Polyjuice potions Oh shit So if it maybe Is someone that you Tortured Pulled out their fingernail Or like had them Unconscious and cut Their fingernails That you could be Madam Bones Or What the fuck Right That just came to me Well obviously You're not getting it From like Amelia Bones No she's dead (laughs) But yeah yeah You wouldn't get it From her But like Percy Weasley or, no, but would it, no you wouldn't get it from you you'd only get it from people who you have captured and tortured and been or, able to do yeah. that because otherwise or what you are you stupefied. doing you're going into Percy Weasley's flat and being like yeah I'm gonna you, take those you stupefy him <gasps> or you as a dwarf or anyone actually it doesn't need to be a dwarf probably not a dwarf you have <laughs> on Diagon Alley a manicure place oh my god <laughs> I love this crime. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> you collect. You have a manicure salon. You, like, you do manicure and pedicure. Yeah, totally and Of course, out, of, of course they're going to do that. Yeah. Of course people are going to come to you because they're like, oh, yeah, look at this sad little dwarf. I'm totally going to pay the sad little dwarf to do my nails because I'm a service is. provider. And then. And then they cut your nails. And then they cut your nails. and, they and then do you just Like, like, like you, you don't it, even think about no. it. No. You're just like, yeah, please take my stuff away. And then they bag it up. And then they like, and give they it to the mafia boss. Oh that's and mark, mark it. Market tooth potion. <laughs> I'm so excited by this idea. <laughs> well Dude, right. the I'm amount of money that you can make off of that. Especially if you get like legit people coming in and doing that and you like sell and you're like, This is Madame Bones Yeah, she came this in is Amelia Bones fingernails. You can be her. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh my god. Voldemort is like, We're we're going to the dwarves. <laughs> dwarfs first that is a cool crime because all of a sudden there's like then that gets into the like the idea of polyjuice potion crimes where like you are I'm gonna keep saying Madame Bones I'm gonna think of someone else Justin Flinch Fletchley fuck you (laughs) you couldn't have picked an easier name to say no Justin Flinch Fletchley uh uh, was Ernie McMillan yeah Ernie McMillan gets a manicure (laughs) Okay. Penel- Pen- Penelope Clearwater. Penelope. Oh yes. Okay. Penny Clearwater. She goes, gets her manicure done. Yeah. They cut off. That's. You only need a fingernail. I think you only need one. So they have ten. If they're doing and if they're doing right. a mani pedi, you get twenty. Yeah. So they get twenty fingernails of Penny Clearwater, <laughs> which means twenty potions. Yeah. So Penny Clearwater is somehow constantly seen robbing banks. But Penny Clearwater has an alibi. And you're like, I don't understand. Like, that's a crime that you're trying to solve. And it's so hard to, because all of the DNA evidence at the, the crime scene, I think, would be Penny Clearwater. Yeah. But Penny Clearwater was, like, on vacation yeah, with, with Percy with, like, Weasley, her boyfriend. Husband? Th- yeah, they they end up together. Oh, good for them, I guess. They're on their honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. So they have, like, witnesses Seeing Penny Clearwater there, but they have Penny Clearwater also at green gods flipping people off and <laughs> that's a crime. Someone like the person who was impersonating Penny Clearwater is no body crush junior. No, no. So they're like doing whatever they want. They're just in a different body. Polyjuice potion should be black like that should be amortensia and polyjuice potion should be banned. Banned. Like it's a an illegal... legal you need a permit. But also you can you can just It'd be so easy to abduct people. Yeah. I don't know where Penny Clearwater works. I, I'm just going to say that she works in the ministry. Okay. For the scenario. or Really, this applies to anybody who works with the ministry. And gets their nails done. So, say, Penny goes in, gets her nails done. Her nails get sold to the black market, and some bad guy picks them up. And she works, let's say, in the Department of Magical Transportation. Mm-hmm. That person can pose as Penny... And then, like, go into the department, and everyone's like, oh, Penny, hey, whatever. And then, like, you know, existing as Penny mm-hmm. goes into Penny's office, abducts Penny, the real Penny. Yeah. And then traps Penny somewhere. Yeah. And then that person just takes Penny's place. Yeah. And then they have an endless supply of Penny because they can cut off all yeah. of her hair. Yeah. They can continue using fingernails. Like, yeah. they can just polyjuice. And then that's just st- stolen identity. If you do get someone higher up Well, no, you would still have to because you don't get the clothes, so you have to like get new clothes. But yeah but you have you have Penny stuff. You have no, a I, wand. I, you can get into her apartment and get all of her stuff. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking like if you were to impersonate like a Department of Magical Law Enforcement somebody, you would have to go in there and get their wand and their badge and things like that to be able to do more illegal stuff. Yeah, but you would get that off of them after you abduct them. Yeah, if you abduct them which would, I would not be hard because people think that that's the real person think you're the real person when you're going in there yeah just boom get you transfigure you into a bone take you home <laughs> untransfigure you endless supply of polyjuice materials Yeah, and there you go just like Jr. Did. all you need yes Is just like bar manicure all you need well you need you need to buy the stuff from the manicure people and you need to and make you need, polyjuice you need to be able to make a polyjuice potion which there's you need to be skilled definitely a black market polyjuice yeah, I provider. think you have to be careful, though. I bet yeah. there's a bunch of them, but, but like, some are really good, good and some <laughs> aren't. They're like black market makeup. <laughs> yeah. Where some of them have, like, feces in it. <laughs> have you seen sure. any of those, like, they deep dive into, they buy a bunch of black market makeup and then, like, look at it with microscopes and stuff, and they're all, no. like, made with bad material. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't that's wear a wear lot of makeup, so <laughs> I don't either. That was on uh, a YouTube thing. Yeah, there's a lot of crimes you could do. You could even just like, even if you weren't going to go like hardcore murder, take over someone's life, you could do like, I'm going to ruin this person's reputation. Oh yeah, if you're a dwarf who, like if someone's like, I want to, this person embarrassed me at the department Christmas luncheon so I would like you to like not hurt them. No, but like. I want you to embarrass them though like in some horrible way. And then a dwarf would be like, no problem. Yeah, and they go and like Publicly urinate and <laughs> they do stuff that will like be bad. Dwarves can definitely take the poly just potion yeah. too. Because they're magic. That's why you don't see dwarves. <gasps> they're always <laughs> they're always in polygist potion form. Or underground. Yeah. Or in nocturne alley. Wow, this opens so. But like crimes. there's there's so many people in Nocturne Alley. You're like, oh, they're just people. No, they're all dwarves. They're but all- they're all using polyjuice. You could also like open a barber shop yes. <laughs> on that note. Yeah. There's one, like, they, oh, that'd be such a good story. A new barber shop or something, mm-hmm. spa opens up where you can get your hair cut, exfoliated. So there's skin cells now. Okay, I don't think you can. You can't put. You that, can. I, why would you want to put that? That's in there? the le- that's, that's really the least hard expensive one. You're going up tiers. Like the best one to use is hair. You don't want to drink toenail. That's down low. Same with skin <laughs> yeah, cells. Yeah, but no, I think low. I think it's hard to get skin cells unless you're doing it, like, like on the their fork. own. Yeah, the foot rub thing. Uh. If you're like peeling skin yeah. off your foot, that's different. Ooh, you wouldn't be able to do it through a facial though. I don't think. No, there's too much. Most people's face are them. probably fine. But if you're doing like foot exfoliation, even then you don't you can't have like the the soap or whatever tainting it. It I needs guess, to be yeah. you need to use your carrot peeler on your on your ankle, on your heel and peel it off. Not the like grater. Same thing. That work? Yeah, you could use that, but yeah. you can't have anything else on. Yeah. It has to be just foot. Do you soak before? Yeah. They do that. Okay, then never mind. Oh, it's just water. Or is there soap in there? There's normally soap there's in there. There's usually soap in there. And then they usually, like, they'll do, like, a foot scrub, yeah. and then they'll do that. So there's a chance that it's tainted. Okay, so no foot stuff. And, like, it's not like with toenails. You could wash off the toenails, then you've got toenail. But <laughs> the skin, it's, like, soaked in because it's um, yeah, not yeah. malleable. It's porous. It's porous, that's it. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, but then it's, like, a... It, they can still call it a spa, and it looks really fancy, and it's beautiful, yeah, and it's yeah. in diagonally. No, I mean, like, you can still have the spa services, and yeah. you might as well. So nobody suspects it, because it's not a dingy-looking... No. Looks nice. Yeah. It's like pure nail bar. So this pops up, and then all of a sudden there's, like, a rash of crimes of, like, normal people who keep, like, story after story, it's like, I wasn't, that wasn't me, I was doing this, and I have an alibi, or... And then slowly, it's like, oh, okay, well, tell us about what you were doing the week leading up to that. Okay, well, I went to the new salon, I got my hair done, and then I went shopping, and um, then I went on my two-week vacation with my boyfriend. Yeah. But after that breaks, after that story breaks, nobody would trust getting their nails or hair done anymore. Yeah. There must be, like policies in place like you have to burn the hair after yeah like they have to watch the customer has to watch you burn hair, or the customer gets to keep the hair (laughs) even then (laughs) what are you going to do with it out like there must be like an incinerator or something there yeah well they have magic they can also just whisk it away well yeah but But then you you wouldn't trust trust that person to do it so there'd have to be some kind of incinerator or something or like they have a, like a dragon fire mm. incinerator because you can't undo that. So pop it in, turn it on. Yeah. It's gone. You just, well, you just watch them sweep it, sweep all the hair into the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a new policy upgrade that happens after the rush of crimes. I don't think the crimes would happen right away though. I think no. it would be like months and months later. Then yeah. you're starting to see more and more of it. Yeah. Be a slow build. And then, like, eventually the people, like, the first couple ones would be like, no, I have a stone cold alibi over here. But then eventually people would figure it out and start making it so that they can't have an alibi. Mm-hmm. So, like, making sure that that person is alone somewhere and then doing all the crimes. Yeah. Yeah. When they're doing this person's hair or their nails, like, chatting with them. Like, yeah. Like, oh, what getting, are you doing? Yeah. Um you going anywhere soon? Like, oh, that sounds nice. Or, you know, you're not taking Who any vacation. With? And then, like, they, the dwarves are keeping an eye out. For these people, yeah, because they recognize them. You know the dwarf see tailing them. you now. Oh fuck! Underground. <laughs> Holy shit! We've written a great story. <laughs> Nobody steal this. <laughs> this is copyright material. <laughs> We've been obsessed with trying to figure out wizard crimes. Like we wanted to write. They're not stories, entirely easy to no. create. So nobody take this because this is ours. Yeah. And maybe we'll write about it one day. (laughs) But anyway, so dwarves live and run nocturnally. Yeah, and that's why they sell fingernails. And dwarf (laughs) mafia. They're selling it when Harry's at school. So this has been a long con. But maybe they didn't have have the salon business. It was just like when I knocked a person out, I also cut their fingernails. (laughs) That was the like old way of doing it. But then like the mafia boss's son is finally coming up. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I got big plans. Yeah gonna open a salon a spa. oh there's a list of items that can be purchased oh good a bloodstained pack of cards Ooh, not evidence just just around what a bloodstained pack of cards where is he finding this uh uh, chamber of secrets so borgen and burks poisonous candles sold in the shop several doors down from borgen and burks do you just light them and they're like and they just make poison? Yeah, like they look That's, like a it's regular It's got to be poisonous fumes, yeah. Yeah, they look like a regular, regular candle, so you, but they make carbon oh, you, monoxide. So you you give it to someone you hate. Yeah, yeah and you're like, have a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Put this on your cake. <laughs> also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you embarrassed Maybe. me at the Christmas luncheon <laughs> Maybe it ranges too Like there's a poisonous candle where it just makes you have Like violent diarrhea But then there's <laughs> also like carbon monoxide Like where it'll kill you <laughs> What would you like I think I'm just gonna take the violent diarrhea one Like I want, I just wanna fuck them up like Excellent selection <laughs> I am the candle maker <laughs> How would you make this <laughs> Like, he can't... Okay, when you go to, like, candle shops or, in like, smell new it. agey ones, like, they have them on so you can smell them and you stuff. You can't like, do that for that one. You can't do that there. You're like, do you go want off. to test it, sir? <laughs> 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 I can't Ah, uh, see, it works. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> I'll take 20. So, <laughs> I just, like, do... Are they those... Are those particular the lighter ones? Are they bought as like pranks? No, I feel like the, prank, people you the prank version would be sold at Weasley Wizard Weases. Like that's yeah. it's very subtle. These ones give you like you think you have a brain tumor, <laughs> You're super nauseous, you can't get off the ground, um, violent diarrhea. Like those ones will like you should go to hospital. <laughs> violent diarrhea. <laughs> Like, like, you can't projectile keep fluids diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot eat as long as a candle is going. It's like, as soon as you're, like, having violent diarrhea in the other room, you can't get up and turn the last The last thing you're thinking of is I should blow that candle out. <laughs> you're like, I'm having violent diarrhea. I may need to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all, like, bad. Bad for you. Not prank level. They're like, I really want to mess you up. And then the Weasleys have like, I guess also the vi- the the poisonous ones have have lasting effects. Yeah, like if you have that much violent diarrhea, you need to be in the hospital for a yeah, while, yeah, and you're yeah. probably going to have a condition afterwards. Like the Weasley ones make you hiccup or <laughs> or just fart. <laughs> yeah. You're very gassy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! i was trying to come up with a marketing name for <laughs> the poisonous candles. Like, be gone! Lights out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the carbon monoxide one. Lights out. <laughs> oh, oh, hello. sir, I'm I'm very interested in this one. What is this one? It's um, lights out. Ah, yes, that will kill you <laughs> if you light it. Slowly, it takes all of the breathable air out of the room. And suffocates you. Ah, uh, lights out. <laughs> All right. How much is this? Mess. That's two galleons. You could pay a dwarf, or you can- no. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's more than that. If you're selling that one, no, you can't sell that one in a store. Like you can't have a receipt. What's special for that. order. Yeah, that's like when you order. Isn't there like some stores where you can't order weed? No, you can. You're allowed to smoke. There's some states where you can smoke weed, but you can't buy it or sell it. So what people do is like, buy this expensive pencil and then you get this free gift of weed. Oh, I see. So they're like, buy this expensive lighter (laughs) and you get this free candle. (laughs) And why would you need a lighter? (laughs) I know. I know. It's just like, (laughs) I know, a thing to buy. I'm trying to think, what else do you get at a candle shop? A candle holder? Candelabra. Buy this expensive candelabra. It comes with three free candles. <laughs> Lights out. Yeah. So you can buy those. <laughs> evil looking masks. So are they just evil looking? It just says evil dash looking masks. But are they... What's the purpose of that? Um, Is it decorative item? I feel like it's, again, something Harry saw in um, Chamber of Secrets. So it was probably like old Death Eater (laughs) mask. Just memorabilia that someone was selling. Um, Flesh eating slug repellent, which we've already talked about. The Hand of Glory, which gives light only to the holder, which again is not that bad. Except I always pictured it looked like a hand, which isn't great. Isn't it? Is it? Okay, good. I always pictured it as that, too. That makes sense. Yeah. It's not that bad, except that it looks like a hand, which is macabre. Um, You can buy hangman's rope, which I don't know if that means it's a used hangman's rope. Oh, yeah. This is a legit hand. This is a hand of glory. Yeah, that's a real one. That's a real hand. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a real that's a real hand of glory, not a not a Harry Potter hand of glory. I know, but do you think it's the same thing? Yeah. Gross. Like it's a it's fucking. Mun- do you, it's a mummified hand. Yeah. Do you donate it when you like at your at the end of your life? You're like, I want to donate my body to Borgin and Burks? to science. I want to donate my body to magic. The Hand of Glory was a dark artifact, a shriveled hand which gave candlelight only to the holder. Mm-hmm. It could even shine through the veil created by Peruvian instant darkness powder. Well, is there just like one, or how many are there? That's There's what like I'm wondering. That's see. That's why I was asking if you shelf? donate your body. Too magic. How do you Science. make a hand of glory? I didn't even look. at, I didn't even read the wiki properly. I was. That's just, okay. I don't think we need to. I think you just mummify and put a spell on it. A hand of glory, a real hand of glory, is the dried and pickled hand of a hanged man. Mm-hmm. Often specified as being the left hand, or if the person was hanged for murder, that hand that did the deed. Mm. So they can't be very popular. No, if that's, I mean like you that, don't have very many. If that's the same way that they're made. Mm-hmm. Which, like, Narcissus was like, of course I will give this to my baby boy. <laughs> he deserves that. Uh, you can buy human bones. For scrying? No idea. But that, sure. Can you put those in a polyjuice potion? Probably not, because I don't think you can be dead people. Angela, having a human bone doesn't mean the person's dead. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but do you think you can be dead people <laughs> for polyjuice? No, I think they need to be alive. How does it know? Magic, I guess. But like, if you cut off the fingernail, the fingernail is dead. The hair is dead. Yeah, but the person isn't dead. Yeah, but is there like a time limit on when you can use? Well, I feel like once the fingernail becomes moldy, that's probably not good anymore. Mm. I've never seen a fingernail get moldy. (laughs) Have you ever seen a tooth get moldy? No. Oh, you could use teeth for sure. Oh yeah, teeth. Oh, uh, not that that's good, but you can use a tooth. Yeah, it's easier to do hair, or fingernail. I think. Oh man, the tooth fairy. Oh, that's a that's it's a, a mythic fucking creature. dwarf. The dwarf coming around, coming and around stealing and taking your, your child's teeth. The wizards don't believe in tooth fairy now because they, that was like a bad crime in the medieval yeah. age. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the legend comes Whoa. from. We're finding out so much. Wow. Human fingernails sold by an aged witch. That's a dwarf mm-hmm. in Polyjuice. Um, Secret Scytherin's Locket. Um, the cursed opal necklace was 1,500 galleons. A bargain. She killed 19 Muggle owners and was later purchased by Draco Malfoy. Where does he have that kind of money? Uh, he's a Malfoy. Oh, right. <laughs> Rusty spiked instruments. Pfft. <laughs> Which I'm assuming means, like, instruments of torture, not in- mad musical instruments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, shrunken heads. Farming equipment. Uh-huh. On sale in a window across from Borgen and Berks, one of which may have been purchased by Crab in 1996. Just treating himself. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted this, so I'm going to get it. Skulls, at least one which cost 16 galleons. A skull? It's a weird thing to sell what are you gonna do with it keep it around that's a i guess another decorative yeah decorative item giant black spiders in a shop window a couple of doors down from borgen and Burks, which again i feel like is um department of animal control like that's a illegal animal is it an illegal animal like how i feel like it's like an aragog is it though how giant is the spider Giant, what are we talking about? It just says giant black spiders. Yeah, but what was a giant spider? Harry. Because spiders are like this big. Yeah. Most of them. You get a wolf spider that's like this big. Was a giant spider? Oh. An aged witch stood in front of him holding a tray of what look, horribly like whole human fingernails. Oh my God. So that was somebody, bamboo torture, pull him out. Yeah. Yank him. He merged into a dingy alleyway that seemed to be made up entirely of shops devoted to the dark arts. The one he just left, Bargain and Burks, looked like the largest, but opposite was a nasty window display of shrunken heads, and two doors down, a large cage was alive with gigantic black spiders. Again, that what what is the what are we going off of here? Is this the size of a small cat? <sighs> are Harry we talking- hasn't seen Aragog yet at this yeah. point. He hasn't seen giant spiders. So we're we're talking like maybe a little bit bigger than a tarantula. I feel like gigantic, that word means like car sized. <laughs> okay, I don't think it's a car sized spider. <laughs> okay. That would be like a gigantic dog. Would be okay. Would be a car sized dog. A gigantic spider, I mean it's be relative. Like cat size? Yeah. Still big. And we don't know like those could be the baby spiders, and they could be baby aragogs. Maybe. But I still feel like it's illegal to sell gigantic spiders. It might be. In the UK, at least. Because it's, like, illegal to have a hippogriff unless you can put a spell on it. Yeah. I'm just saying that more than one department is probably pissed with this. (laughs) I think the whole ministry probably isn't jiving with Nocturn Alley. But they can't quite quash it. No. I guess because you have to have a place for the evil to... Coalesce, and at least if they've got it, if it's right there, they can, you know, find it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also get a staring glass eye, which I guess that's where Mad Eye I- Moody went. Sucks to be him that the, like the story he needed to like live and see <laughs> was in the cursed area <laughs> <laughs> where probably nobody wanted to talk to him because he was an orwer. Yeah, uh, and then the vanishing cabinet. Known locations is Borgin and Burkes. Beard trimming, a barber shop. I wonder if all of these are the ones that are. Yep, they're ones that are written in the movies, are in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Florida and stuff. So not entirely canon, but we'll still go through the list. Sure, okay. Uh, a betting shop, Chim- like placing bets. Yeah, okay. Chimney sweep elf It's just make you get your elf or your chimney swept by an elf. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Cob and Webs, a shop that sells items related to dark arts. The Coffin House, a shop that sells dark art material related to the dark arts of necromancy. Sick. Uh, distal phalang- phalanges, a shop that sells bones. Okay. <laughs> Why do you need that? <laughs> Why do you need this? ELM and Wizards, Undertakers and Embalmers, Flutter Mouse and Tanner Bats and Skins. What's that? Flatomas and Tanner, bats and skins. Oh, they tan. Do they tan bats and like a a skin tanner? Like a tannery? Yeah. Not like, oh, like a leather shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's a leather. Okay, but like, like bat leather and skin leather. <laughs> oh my god! Is it says skins? Well, it could, could be it could animal, be animal skins. skins. Yeah. Okay. All right. We've got a leather shop. Marcus Scars Inedible Tattoos. Indelible. Oh, sorry. Indelible. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, most tattoos are not edible, right? No, you're you're mistaken there. Mm. They're all edible. McHavlock's um, Wizarding Headgear. Morta Buns. Don't know what that is. That sounds like a bun shop. Yeah. Bund. Oh, never mind. Mr. Mulpepper's Apothecary. Okay. Uh, Some word I can't pronounce because it's not in English. Noggin and Bonds, a shop that sells shrunken heads. Pottage's Cauldron Shop. Tallow and Hemp Toxic Tapers. Oh, is that the... That must... That's a candle store. store. Trackleshanks (laughs) Locks. That is a dwarf name if I ever heard it. Yep. (laughs) Shiver Witches... Shriver shriver shiver wretches shiver wretches venoms and poisons i mean i guess for that okay maybe not the poisons but you might need certain types of venom for for potions yeah for potions and to make like uh, cures for venom yeah but poisons unless it's just for the flesh-eating slug repellent. yeah that's where you're getting that sure but you shouldn't be able to sell, po- like, you can't openly sell poison. It's like rat poison, gnome poison. Gnome poison? <laughs> like, for your garden gnome. Yeah, 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 I know. Doxy poison. But, like, doxy eggs are illegal or something, aren't they? Doxy something is illegal. I think it's doxy eggs. Yeah. Yeah, it is because Fred and George had a hard they were trying to use them, right? For prescribing snack yeah, boxes. Yeah. And, yeah. This is what really combat. I was trying to think of a real world experience where you can where you do actually sell a poison. Which I guess like alcohol. <laughs> but it's never marketed as poison. No. Like cigarettes. Still, I don't think no, they're yeah, selling yeah. that. They're selling poison. Uh the spiny serpent, the starry professor, the white wyvern, wizarding supplies, and ye old curiosity shop. Okay, so some of those places sound legit. Yeah. And don't sound that sketchy. I'm sad that the tattoo parlor is down there, but I mean, when you've got the tattoo parlor and you've got your embalmer, people are probably like, this is a good place to start up a seedy little street. Yeah. Plus all these dwarves keep disappearing here. (laughs) (laughs) Just curious. (laughs) There's probably other Tattoo shops that do, like, like, this tattoo shop is maybe the one where you get your dark mark. Oh. They had a partnership. That's nice. Because Tom Riddle used to work on the street. Oh, my God. That makes sense. That's nice. You know what? Good for them. That's for dark tattoos. There must be other, like, cursed tattoos or something, like, like, dark art tattoo. Okay, maybe in that (gasps) one, you can, like, get spells woven into your tattoo versus, like, other places where it's just, like, it's a tattoo. I was thinking of like a stalking spell so you could like knock out the person that you're trying to stalk, drag them to the tattoo parlor, get it in, and then you just always are able to find them. Dark magic. I'm thinking of more crimes. Okay. (laughs) Not like for fun. (laughs) Because I was like, that doesn't sound fun. No. (laughs) More crimes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you can't be the guy that like did all the dark marks. You have and to also get a- have a cool thing, <laughs> like you have to. You have to be like, like kind of evil, I'll, like other dark spells that you can put into a tattoo. Yeah. yeah, but if you were the receiver of the tattoo, can you not just go get it removed? Hopefully, yeah. But you'd have to know that that's what that was. Well, I mean, I guess you would if you woke up with a tattoo. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I should get this removed. Unless it's also like it's got magic in it, where every time you look at it, you like feel like you like it. Oh, or it, like, disappears. Or that. The listeners can't see this, but both of us are, like, staring and and, and our brains are quite obviously working, like, <laughs> <laughs> coming up with a plot. <laughs> That's something for off mic. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot there to unpack. A lot of dark tattoos you could get. I was trying to think of, like, The Unbreakable vow, but that couldn't be done as a tattoo. No. But I'm sure that someone could... Like, like, curse a Celtic knot or something. Mm-hmm. It's like a promise. Mm-hmm. Like, Wait, yeah, because we, we don't want to do the Unbreakable Vow because we don't mm-hmm. know how. Well, there's... Okay. <laughs> so in in the um, Aquatar books, A mm-hmm. uh, Court of Thorns and Roses, that's the first one in the series, it's a thing with, like, fey magic that, like, if you make a deal with someone, you get a tattoo somewhere on your body. Mm-hmm. Or at least maybe that's just one particular faction but like you have a tattoo on your body and it's kind of like a reminder of this is your deal Mm -hmm. and it disappears when the deal is done Mm. but also if you don't like meet your end of the bargain it like bad stuff happens to you Mm. so it could be cursed like that where it's like um, okay I'm going to employ you to do something for me and I don't trust you to be on my side so you're going to get this tattoo and then if you don't carry it out then It's like an unbreakable vow without an unbreakable vow. Yeah. I feel like the dwarf mafia has them. Yeah. That's how you know when the snitch is around. Like if someone snitches, then that like stitches. Yeah, you literally get a stitch. (laughs) You get shot (laughs) by nothing. A gun just finds you. Your, Your tattoo like opens and then you have to get stitches to close it. Oh my God. Is that too bad? too dark I'm, well, <laughs> you're, you're holding on your hand well I was but I'm, thinking here I'm also thinking like in that your... particular book they had like tattoos that went down their spines oh! and they had tattoos all over their backs like just it depends on the bargain that you make and who you're making it with mm. shot through the back yeah and you are to blame you didn't follow up on your deal <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not lyrical wizards, okay? They're dwarves. They're poets. They sing what is told to them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, <boy. laughs> What a bottle. Okay, so there's a lot of dark things that happen in Nocturn yeah. Run by the dwarf mafia. Run by the dwarf, dwarf mafia that lives underground. Yeah. And then has lived there since the beginning of Diagon Alley. They just, for some reason, decided to build that street right next to <laughs> Like, there's a hubbub of magical stuff here. Easy access, and it probably also has, you know, easy access to the Mungo world, Mm -hmm. too, so why not? I'll just put it here. Or the dwarves were, like, Diagon Alley was one of the first spots, and the dwarves were already kind of there, and they never left that area. (laughs) Oh, maybe it was Nocturn Alley that started first. Mm. And then they built Diagon Alley. Dark and nasty boy, and they were like, we're just going to build this. Next to it. And... Oh, um, it's just bad. Or Nocturne here. Nocturne was normal when it began, because they could only go there nocturnally to avoid the Muggles. Wow, my bum! And then when they moved to Diagon Alley, like they, what's it called when you gentr- gentrification? Mm-hmm. So I think. They, but not really, like the reverse of that, where they like moved all their high class business to Diagon Alley, and then Nocturnally got left in the dust and became a seedy area reverse gentrification <laughs> gentrification the process whereby the character of a poor urban area is changed by wealthier people moving in yeah so the opposite of that okay. because they moved out so Diagonally. A, rich, a rich area is made poor yeah okay they put all their business into diagonal and then nocturne state in the past and became dark and seedy well done thanks we solved that mystery except the fact that it still exists <laughs> Well, it's really hard to stamp out the dwarf population when you yeah. don't know how many there are. Because they keep taking polyjuice potions and going underground through yeah. the doggy door. <laughs> and it is really hard to get a permit to go in to to go inside somewhere that you don't think exists. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> also, when any or comes down that street or any magical law enforcement, it just clears out. Yeah. Like that witch selling fingernails goes away, disappears. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like. Not a nice-looking area, but the seedy people are gone because they don't want to go to jail for selling whole fingernails. Or carbon monoxide candles. <laughs> yeah, he pulls the... Like, <laughs> <a, laughs> we're closed. Yeah. Or, like, pulls a lever and the whole storefront changes, like, spins around. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> flowers. We just sell flowers, yeah. <laughs> Non-toxic flowers here. you specifying that? Just non toxic flowers. <laughs> These won't kill you. Nothing smells bad here. <laughs> but if a cop spends too long in a shop, he just lights a candle. <laughs> He's probably got a, a mask or something that he can put on that blocks it out. Like mm-hmm. bubble head charm. Oh, yeah. Damn, those horrors need to be careful down there. <laughs> Don't go to Nocturn <laughs> no. We're Angie and Angelina, and this has been We Have a Problem. Did you like this episode? Tell your friends. And if you never want to miss another, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at WHAPpodcast for extra content and updates on the show. If you have questions, suggestions, or want to tell us how funny we are, you can email us at podcast.wehaveaproblem at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Bye. Bing. Bye.